and thank you for tuning in to the Fly Mastery Podcast, where our focus is on providing tools, resources, and insights that empower driven individuals to become the masters of their own financial independence journey. My name is Peter Donisanu, and today we're going to talk about how to stay committed to your long-term investment strategy when it seems like the world is falling apart. More specifically, in today's episode, we'll take a look at how similar market, economic, and geopolitical events influence Benjamin Graham's approach to investing to learn how we can apply some of his investing principles to today's markets. Now, if you're not familiar with Graham's work, all you need to know is that his work greatly influenced the Oracle of Omaha Warren Buffett and laid the foundation for a systematic investment approach used by many professional money managers today. So with that, let's dive into today's podcast. Late. It feels like we're staring into an abyss that makes even the most seasoned investor want to get out of the markets. It feels like there's a lot going wrong in the world right now and that many things are quickly coming to a head. That's because among many developments, the Middle East has once again become a flashpoint for geopolitical tensions. Now, conflict in the Middle East is nothing new for the seasoned investor. In fact, these uncertainties have largely become a typical part of the investing narrative for the past few decades. But with that said, something feels different this time around. And now this change in sentiment comes as the U.S. is at risk of being pulled into another regional conflict as it rightfully supports its close ally Israel following the tragic terrorist attacks in early October. Now on any other day, this latest military ramp up likely would just be another typical day in the region. But things are different now than they were over two decades ago. That's because the U.S. is already fighting a proxy war with Russia and Ukraine, while the potential for a conflict with China in the Taiwan Strait increasingly feels like less a matter of if and more of when. And so why does any of this matter for investors out there? Well, such an outcome could potentially leave our country exposed to three simultaneous theaters of war at a time where trust in the media, trust in our politicians, and most importantly, trust in our neighbors and our communities is plumbing all-time lows. You know, in many ways, it feels like we're staring into the abyss of calamity that's coming at us from all directions, and society appears to be coming undone at the seams. So then what should an investor do at a time of instability and uncertainty like today? Should you move to the sidelines? and wait until things settle down before risking any more of your hard-earned wealth in the markets? Well, the simple answer here is a resounding no. In fact, while things feel different, they also feel eerily familiar. That's why one of the greatest investing minds, Benjamin Graham, likely would argue that now is the time to strap yourself in and focus on a disciplined investment strategy. All right, so what exactly qualifies Graham in today's market environment? Well, while Graham is widely known for his work in the book, The Intelligent Investor, his early work with David Dodd laid the groundwork for what would become the authority in behavioral finance and influence the discipline strategies used by many professional money managers during times of heightened market volatility. You see, before writing The Intelligent Investor after World War II, Graham and Dodd wrote a book called Security Analysis, which is a fundamental read for any budding investment professional. In fact, this book is widely touted by the likes of Warren Buffett and is a primary source when it comes to learning the basics of value investing. And so how is this book relevant almost 100 years later? Well, consider the context in which it was written. You see, Security Analysis was written by Graham and Dodd at a time when the investing world was coming unhinged and what seemed like a perpetual state of upheaval. That's because the economic landscape during this time was largely shaped by the aftermath of the stock market crash of 1929, which precipitated the worst economic downturn in modern history. Now, many of you likely will recall that in the years leading up to the market crash, speculative excesses ruled the day on Wall Street, with numerous investors borrowing money to purchase stocks, all while banking on the hope that the price of the day's meme stock would rise to the moon. 
Sound familiar? Well, as one would expect, this approach ultimately failed spectacularly and left the finances of many individuals in tatters. Now, adding insult to injury, many banks were also caught up in the speculative boom and bust cycle because many of these institutions had extended risky loans on speculative bets. And so as these loans soured and the economy started to spiral, a domino effect of bank failures ensued, leading to the Great Depression. So then almost simultaneously, the markets were collapsing, the banking system froze up, the economy was on the brink, and social and political agitations in Europe and Asia were setting the stage for the start of the Second World War. Does any of this sound familiar? Now, to be sure, we're living in a time of social disarray, political fragmentation, and low trust in the news media. And you know, from a fiscal perspective, the government has borrowed so much that now its ability to meet its obligations to its own citizens is in question. And all of this is happening at a time where our country's global influence is being challenged on all corners. So now that we're once again on the brink of global conflict that could involve any great power country, what lessons can we take from Benjamin Graham's writings to help us stay grounded in our investment strategies? Well, to begin, one of the foundational principles of Graham's investment philosophy was introduced in the concept of the margin of safety, which means investing in securities only when they're fairly priced, significantly below their estimated intrinsic value. Now, you'll likely recall that intrinsic value is just a fancy way of saying what a security is worth when you factor in the earnings ability of the underlying firm. Now, the difference between the intrinsic value and the purchase price represents the margin of safety that provides a buffer against unforeseen events or market mispricings. In other words, what Graham is telling us to do is to focus on buying assets that are cheaply valued or on sale in current market conditions. And why is this important? Well, it's crucial because in uncertain times, when the future is even more unpredictable, many investors will want to sell high quality stocks. So then when geopolitical risks rise and uncertainties abound, now may be the time to check in on those discounts. Another lesson we could take away from Graham's experience is his observation of Mr. Market. Now, Mr. Market represents the stock market's day-to-day -day fluctuations and often irrational behavior of market participants. You see, Mr. Market is this manic depressive character who often offers wildly varying prices for shares, swinging between undue pessimism and unwarranted optimism. And so the key takeaway here is to not be swayed by the daily noise and the sentiment of the news or what's going on in the broader market due to economic or geopolitical concerns. Certainly, instead of being reactive, Graham reminds us that it's essential to stay grounded in your own analysis, your own convictions, and to take the long-term perspective. Indeed, in a world filled with noise and panic, keeping a level head and not being swayed by the crowd is essential now more than ever. Finally, in the book, The Intelligent Investor, Graham emphasizes the importance of focusing on what you can control. And so what does this look like? Well, it involves approaching your investing decisions from the perspective of a thorough analysis and clear understanding of what you're actually investing in. Ultimately, this means concentrating on factors within your control, like your research, your analysis, your decisions, and your reactions. And when you take a step back and look at it from the broader life perspective, this means focusing on your own actions, responses, and making preparations to manage your wealth rather than getting overwhelmed by global events beyond your control. Indeed, while it's crucial to be informed, it's equally important to recognize where your influence begins and it ends. And the reason being is so that you can channel your energy towards areas where you can make a real lasting difference instead of getting hung up on the things you can't control. All right, now, while Graham's work primarily addressed investing, the core of his teachings is about being rational, having patience, and being prepared when the world is turning upside down. Indeed, in a world teetering on the edge of various crises, these principles can guide you not only in making wise financial 
financial decisions, but also in your general approach to navigating uncertainties of life. And so how can you actually apply these principles to your life today? Well, start by cultivating your own margin of safety. You can do this by not only prudently evaluating your investment decisions, but by also prioritizing the building of a financial cushion in your personal finances. And you could do this by evaluating your current financial situation and figuring out how much more liquid assets you should have set aside from one month to the next to fortify your financial position against potential economic and market uncertainties. The next point to consider here is to not get swayed by Mr. Market. And so how do you actually accomplish this end? Well, you can start by turning off financial entertainment news and by staying consistent in your financial planning strategy, regardless of what's going on in the world around you. More specifically, what you want to do in this situation, ask yourself if you're making financial decisions based on research and analysis or whether the erratic emotions of the markets are influencing your behavior. This way, you're not being swayed by the daily fluctuations and sentiment of the markets and you're ensuring that your financial decisions are grounded in a long-term perspective, which can protect you from knee-jerk reactions and potential big financial losses. Finally, the last thing you want to do is to concentrate on what's within your sphere of control. Now, to achieve this outcome, you can start by asking yourself what aspects of your financial life you can control and which you can improve upon rather than stressing about all the global events that are beyond your grasp. Indeed, by centering your attention on the areas where you can make a tangible impact, you can enhance your financial well-being and mental peace, ensuring that you're proactive in areas that are most relevant while avoiding unnecessary stress from external factors that you just can't control. You know, when it comes down to it, the shadow of the past looms large and it reminds us of the eternal dance between calm and chaos, profit and peril. Now, make no mistake, no matter how much we've been through over the past few years, something clearly feels different while feeling eerily familiar. Indeed, while today's market, economic and geopolitical situation may mirror the eeriness of bygone eras, we're fortunate enough to benefit from the lessons learned from individuals who have lived through similar situations. So then the tools and techniques that weathered storms in the past remain our lighthouse, guiding us safely through the tumultuous waves of the present. Indeed, as we stand on the precipice of the abyss, staring into the whirling vortex of global tensions, economic upheavals, and political theatrics, it's crucial to remember the wisdom of investing visionaries like Benjamin Graham. Remember, his professional experiences, born out of the crucible of adversity, offers invaluable insights into not just surviving, but thriving at this crucial moment as you take one step closer to becoming the master of your own financial independence journey. Well, that's it for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Five Mastery Podcast. To learn more about today's topic, you can visit the episodes page at FiveMastery.com. And if you can find one person in your life who would find today's message helpful in getting their financial house in order, please share this episode with them. But until next time, I'm Peter Donisanu, wishing you and yours abundant health and prosperity. The Five Mastery Podcast is brought to you by Franklin Madison Advisors, Speak. Franklin Madison Advisors is a registered investment advisor firm with its registration and principal place of business in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. This commentary and forecast is limited to the dissemination of general information pertaining to Franklin Madison Advisors investment advisory services and general economic and market conditions and are subject to change without notice. The information shared today is not intended to be personal, legal, investment, or tax advice, or a solicitation to buy or sell any security or engage in a particular investment strategy. For additional information about Franklin Madison Advisors, including fees and services, please contact Franklin Madison Advisors or refer to the Investment Advisor Public Disclosures.